Hey guys, this is your favorite commissioner and 2018 FMFFL champ, and you're listening to the Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast. And now, your Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast, with your league commissioners, David, Jonathan, and Stewart! Week six in the books, on to week seven. What a week. What a week. Quite the intro. Quite the intro there with uh, favorite commissioner. I've never heard that that term used for David before. Yeah, he is uh, the self-proclaimed favorite commissioner. If you listen back to the very first 16-minute intro for this season with the Bulls theme, uh, I think the uh, that's part of the thing is uh, the self-proclaimed favorite podcast host. And guess what? He's not even on the podcast tonight. He's the, he's the self-proclaimed favorite commissioner, and he is taking his sweet time jumping on the podcast. He's given us the green light to start early. And so we've welcomed our very own champion from 2020, Jackson. Welcome to the show, Jackson. Oh, no. He's on mute, and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> I thought he was in tech. Oh, yeah. That's obligatory, someone on mute. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> thanks for thanks for jumping on. You are my uh, you're my rival in the division. You're my uh, matchup this week. That's right. We actually talked and the, a little, and the defending champ, the defending champ. We talked a bit about this at the draft about how when we face each other, it'll be interesting because we might have huge swings between us, um, and none of our none of those guys we thought were going to be effective or like Russ is out. Lockett yeah. and Metcalf have been underperforming, who I think they were the main drivers of that. So it's yeah, weird. The big thing was when we when we because I think we made a water bet when we were talking about it at the draft. I think yep. it was I think it's final like just final position after That's playoff. It. Yep. Um but yeah, uh I know we talked about when we play each other in week seven. Both my keepers are on bye. So that's what we were that's what we're dealing with this week. But <laughs> Uh, so whatever, dude. What do you think of the? What do you think of this bye week? I mean, it's bad. It's bad for me. I'm missing a lot of key players. I don't. I mean, depending on how things look on Sunday, I might not play a defensive line. We'll see. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that. Oh, Stewart is not approving. there. I, I really don't want to. Okay, let's 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 ask and answer this question with the folks we have on the call. Do you feel, because I heard this on another podcast, and I think I could be talked into either direction. I kind of err on the side of you shouldn't make it mandatory, but should someone be forced, should a league member be forced to start a full lineup every week? I mean, I think you land somewhere in the middle. Maybe, like, don't pull a Jackson and not start a quarterback. But <laughs> Way to call but, your own you foul know, on that. Start, like, if it's a defensive line or – I mean, I know we've had this in the past where people don't start defensive players because it's a bit of a crap shoot anyway. But, um, you know, I mean, not starting a defensive line, that's probably the least points I'd get anyway, most likely anyway. So, so yeah. where I, I think where I generally – I agree with you. I, I generally land on it like this. If you can – justify it to the commissioners of the league or whoever you're you have to justify it to that you are genuinely you do not want to drop anybody that's on your bench that's on especially when it's a bye week thing 
Yeah. It's one thing if the guy's like injured for eight weeks and it's like, yeah, you could have dropped him or whatever. Um, yeah. it, but if he's a keeper worthy player too, that's the other challenge is like, I'm not dropping a guy that I could keep. Right. So not to say that all seven of your guys on your bench are keepers, but no, I guess what I'm saying, what I, yeah, they're startable, <laughs> they're startable players. And you don't feel like you feel like you're going to get worse long-term if you drop them for a single week. Yeah, I mean, we could go through my bench. I mean, probably the one that stands out is Gainwell. Like, that's just kind of a guy that you're stashing because he could, and he's had a good game this year already. Sanders is like doo doo. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about that if David gets on. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to drop drop a a handcuff like that for you know four points, five points maybe off the bench. Well, and I or forgot you traded you traded Sanders, right? So yeah, yeah, he's the he's definitely the most droppable player you have. What do you what do you yeah. think, Stuart? What do you think? What's your take on this as rules committee executive? How do you rule on this? Who knows all the rules? I think that was the <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah. So as a rule as a rules expert, uh, I've got a lot to say. I think it's a unique situation just because fantasy football, like it, it's kind of like, um, well, I don't know exactly what to compare it to, but you've got to, you, the idea of starting a full lineup makes a whole lot of sense to me and, and almost being required so that if you choose not to, you can choose not to, but there would be some type of, there would be some type of penalty if you either left a position empty or if you had a player in there that was out, declared out on IR or on buy, right? And so whether that be a penalty for that particular game, like an additional, like a five-point penalty for that game or a penalty for the for the following game or something like that, I like the idea of it. Uh, I mean, I know we try and keep it as much to real-life football as possible, but at the same time, it's not real-life football, so – for us to have certain rules that we you've got you've got to start a full lineup. It also I think keeps people more engaged in the league because you if you're just not paying attention and and right. a week goes by and you've got three guys on by that you started or something like that, um, there's some type of consequence for that. But it also it also forces you in some ways to to manage. I think a lot of people don't necessarily look at their bye weeks and when their players hit on the bye weeks. And so in that sense, it does kind of force you to say, okay, if I have to start someone, that means that I, these three players or five players are on bye this week. And so I've got to, I, I know that not that you have to, but that there, I think that there should be some type of penalty. So how do you, uh, so here's a counter to that. It's uh, a single week that this potentially could occur. Right. If you're strategizing for it, it's a let's just say it's bi week influenced. Let's say you do have 80. That's probably too much. 50 to 60 percent of your rosters on by in, in a certain week. The argument could be made that there's a strategy to that of I know one week I'm going to be horrible. But then the rest of the week, I'm basically full strength or the rest of the year. I'm full strength, barring injury and anything else that could happen. Right. But um that's the counter to that. So it could be a strategy. Just it, it, it's just luck of the draw. You're not doing it now. 
if it's if it's in if if it's intentional to be strategic that way and again you have to be able to justify this in some sort of fashion what's what's the problematic about that too is the timing of it could be a challenge if it's happening the last two weeks of the season where dramatic like you can see the playoff picture and it's like someone's getting a free win that is aggravating right if it happens earlier in this if it happens like now you can kind of be like it's just buys like you're just in a bad spot but yeah, if it happens in week 13 is, it could lead to somebody winning that's the biggest thing and right. so you know you have a situation like last year where i, I would have won if i had started cousins and i think that that knocked bryce out of the playoffs basically well and i think outcome overall but well yeah, that's, that's i think different. that's the that's one of the arguments for having a double um two possible wins per week you against your matchup that week and then you against the uh half the league right you got to be a top half score that week so that could be a way to penalize those that just have a bad week in general but it's a double penalty if you're like you're really aiming low for a week right and that way it's a short-term thing but if you're let's say you draw a matchup let's say you happen to draw the 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 highest scorer let's say i play stewart stewart scores the highest and i lose to him and jackson this week is just has a horrible record but wins or a horrible team but wins somehow um, I would still get a second win if I had like the second or third highest score for the week, right? So I'd be one and one on the week. Stewart would be two and zero, oh, and then Jackson would be one and one if he was bottom half. Yeah, it could another, even, it could even things out. Yeah, another interesting way that I saw some a league doing that is that you play multiple people per week, basically. So you you kind of like play two oh, or really? two, and then yeah, and so you you know you have more wins and losses. It, it gets complicated complicated then in terms of scheduling but yeah that's another way to kind of even it out even out who the better teams are but i think in a league like ours that has so many teams make the playoffs it's like if you don't make the playoffs it's on you yeah yeah there's plenty of opportunity it's just when it does come down to a game um where there's clear um there's a clear disadvantage for somebody because someone just happens to draw someone who does doesn't fill out a roster that's irritating. Again, if it happens earlier in the season, you kind of forget about it. But again, towards the end of the season, it's like, dude, I did everything I could to win. And the guy that I needed to finish ahead of played someone who didn't because for whatever reason. So that, that can be frustrating, but I, I, it's just an interesting discussion because how do you regulate it? How do you prove that someone's putting their best lineup out there? You know, how do you make a decision for somebody that, uh, you don't really, I mean, we don't really know how things are going to end up. Right. So you can't, sometimes you make trades, right? This is very obvious in trades. You make trades. You're like, Oh, that's the clear winner. And then all of a sudden the other guy gets all the value out of it. Yeah. So sure. kind of never, things play never out. Know what's going to happen. I mean, I look at, and on today's like this week's discussion, like I look at the matchup and it's like, this is a 50, 50 type matchup. You know what I mean? It's going to be close probably. So, it's a hard decision for me not to like not to pick, try to pick up a defensive line and get every oh, point I possibly can. Trust, trust me. I looked at our matchup and I saw that sleeper was give me an eighty percent chance to win, and I go, "That's crap. That's just that's not true." 
Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of the projections are a little. I I think yours are pretty close, but mine are pretty under for the most part. I mean, you've got yeah. The big you say Lockett, you, kind of terrible with you Gino. say that, but dude, I every week have underperformed. Almost, I think. I think I've had one week where I've overperformed. Every other week, I've underperformed what sleepers projected. Yeah. So it's just hard to put stock in any of that. Most of that's Ryan Tannehill driven because he's. I was talking about it with Stuart a little bit before. Um, you know, Derrick Henry just dominates the touchdowns on that team. So yeah. you don't. You just take away all scoring opportunity when he just runs it in. Uh, yeah. And that that really hurts. Some for me, the quarterback position. But I enjoy watching it. I love the. I think I. I really like the Titans. Um, other than having players on the team, I don't really have any skin in the game. But I do like. I like the way that they built their their football team. Yeah. Did you, Did you watch that? Yeah, you were watching because Diggs was playing. Did you watch that Bills? Yeah. Titans finish. What do you think of that? I mean, I was super. I was just like you know mad at the time because I wanted overtime. I don't think, you know, I don't think Diggs gets anything there. I mean, obviously, if they kick it, Diggs doesn't get anything there. But I mean, I really wanted overtime. It was pretty unlikely I was gonna win anyway. But it was. I mean, you never know. I was like one big play away from winning that game, and Diggs is totally capable of that. So. Diggs is well, yeah. Just too bad David's not on here to share his story from last year, how Diggs yeah. single-handedly torched him. So it's definitely yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, and I was talking about that in the chat. You know. Need another Monday miracle from Diggs, but no chance of that if you're gonna. I don't know what they did. I, I think they tried a QB sneak on, on a fourth down and yes. just got they got nothing. That was just crazy. I thought you know you kick it, you give your team a chance, and I, I get what David was saying, but you give your team a chance to kind of step up. I mean, first of all, you might get the ball. That's a big deal. But if you don't, I mean, you give your defense a chance. You just show that you believe in them. Yeah. And I think it really would have been a true coin toss, yeah. Uh, because both, and they weren't stopping the Titans all night. Both so offense, well, they were stopping them early, and then I think they scored on yeah. eight straight drives or something crazy. Yeah. Um, so it was whoever got the ball in overtime was probably going to win. Um, but you say that, and the Bills, I think the I think the call that that, that the reason it bothered me with the Bills was it was fourth and one. Yeah. Um, so it was a get in or game's over. If it was a third and one and they called that play all day, cool. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. But you have to get that one yard. And you're not even saying it's one yard for a touchdown. You're just trying to get one yard to get a first down. Yeah. And I don't know. The field goal was automatic from there. Yeah. Cause they had a, I think they even had a timeout. So they left a timeout yeah. on the floor. They could have yeah. taken time out there and thought about their play. It's like, come on. I yeah. just seem like they really screwed that up, but you never know. Well, and and I think it, I think it was David who said this on the chat, maybe, but it, I I think the Bills are a better team, and by going for it, it was just kind of like we don't think we can win if yeah, we that was, that was go my into overtime. Point. That was that yeah. was my point. I I I my point was I agree with David if you're the underdog. If you're the team that you feel like you need to just put everything on the table and risk it to, or maybe, I don't know, even if it was the Super Bowl and it's your, it's your time to win the Super Bowl. I, I just feel like this was a game that you kick it, you go to overtime and you live with the results. Cause you do have like a top five defense statistically. So 
you know, in fantasy, they're number one against the run and pass. I don't know how much better you can get. I think I'll check the I'll check the list, but I think number one's at the top, and y- you trust it. And I don't know. It just it seems it seems odd to me that they would risk it. I understand Josh Allen. I think he's a great talent. I think you you try to balance the ego of like giving it to Josh Allen to win the game because Lamar Jackson goes and does that versus like. Hey, you've got this great. What are you saying to your Bills de- defense, right? We don't really trust you guys, so I think yeah, that could do yeah. more harm. That was one thing I was thinking about. Like, does this does this carry on into the next week? You know what I mean? Like, I was thinking about that. Like, that's a demoralizing loss. You know, you put it all on one guy, and now it's like, well, we got nothing to show for it. So, does that does that actually affect the team morale for a week or so? I, I was wondering what you guys thought about that. I mean, I I definitely think it's a possibility. I, I just think I think the Bills are too good, and they're gonna yeah. win their division. Specifically, like it's funny how that division went from the Patriots and nobody else to now it's the Bills and nobody else. <laughs> like apparently, yeah. there's only one good team in that division at a year. Yeah. Uh, but the Bills are locking up a playoff spot, and you know they might lock up home field advantage uh, because they get to play the the Patriots, the the Dolphins, and the Jets six times so you know i guess you risk it on that in that regard and you try and just keep pedal to the metal but you know we see this with the ut as well like there is a point where playing conservative is not a bad thing like there's a reason why so many coaches do it um and do it strategically i don't think you always go for it on fourth down right there's a point do that in a playoff game like there's no way no that's what i'm saying they didn't treat it that way. They kind of treated it as we want to go home. Oh, yeah, like a preseason game. They treated or it like a preseason they really game. Thought they were going to win it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And again, yes, I am biased. I was hoping that Tannehill got back out there for one more drive because I just needed like this. There, I had so many outs. I just needed Tannehill to get like sixty more yards. I needed AJ Brown to get. I think nine more yards and three catches or something like there were so many ways for me to get on top of David on the scoreboard. And I couldn't, I just, there goes Josh. But Allen if, if it would have gone scrimmage, <laughs> if it would have gone to overtime, it would have been Derrick Henry for a 75 yard touchdown <laughs> run. So, I mean, y'all you know, wouldn't have gotten was, points anyway. At that yeah, point I would have lived with point. it because <laughs> Derrick Henry always does that, but I just wanted to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Henry's looking nuts. I mean, that's crazy. Go, going back to these. Uh oh. Uh oh. I know what that means. I know what that means. Who is this? I don't know who is it. <laughs> David. It's a it's oh, it's a it shark attack. It's a shark attack. Well. <laughs> Oh, the shark attack. The shark is here. The shark attack. Welcome to the show, David. We've got our reigning champ on here. We're breaking down the Bills, Titans game. Mm. So defend yourself. You think, no doubt, always go for it fourth and one with 10 seconds left and a timeout from three yards out. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> do you, hey, David. Hey, moving hey, on. Do you do that in a playoff game or no? Yeah, you play to win the game, guys. Hey, because listen, this is this is what happens. All that all that it means is you go to overtime, and it's like 
you get the opportunity to win the game later in overtime. What do you do? You go for it. You go for the win. So they just they just expedited the process is all the way the way I see it. You're down within the five. You got Josh Allen's huge. And they've run so many awesome plays down for two-point conversions. I mean, it's no different than like going for two after a touchdown to win the game. In fact, the odds should have been better because they only needed le- they needed less yards. Yeah, so I think are I you, think that so defense was, the, was, was the good issue. Enough. Go ahead, Stuart. Yeah, uh, no, sorry. I was just gonna say. So was the issue the play call? Like you mm-hmm. were just talking about g- good yeah. two-point two conversion yeah, calls. They, you saw A earlier QB in the sneak? game. Come on. Yeah, well, they got creative. Like they ran Dawson Knox off of like an end around in the end zone. They ran the other two-point conversion where they like threw it to Josh Allen. I want to say like yeah, they they're, they have good plays in their you know play bag and then just to line it up like that first off he should have made it but he freaking slipped too um which was like just bad like number one rule of doing a qb sneak um is make sure you yeah (laughs) make sure you use your cleats like tom brady is like the best at it and like if tom brady can do it with such success josh allen should be able to do it and, yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like thirty years older than Josh. I know. <laughs> Brady just like throws the ball like over the. I think Brady might be Josh Allen's dad. We can't confirm that, <laughs> but we'll go. We'll check on that. But we can't. We can't deny it. Either, we can't so. deny it either. There's so much talent there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I love the play call to go for it. I hated. I love the idea to go for. It. I hated the play call. So. Yeah. I generally agree with you. So just... sleeper had me projected. Uh, Oh, can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sleeper had you projected to lose. Oh, great. <laughs> I think I think Stuart is frozen again. Oh, this has uh, been happening all night. Here we go. He's out in Kerrville again. <laughs> I think he's back. Back in Kerrville. You were saying, Stu? <laughs> Nothing. What's funny is, so for those of you listening, we're on Zoom. I can see Stuart, and he's like texting on his phone, but he can't hear us, and he won't respond. But it seems odd because he's moving just fine. It's not like he's skipping around. Or is he? Oh. This is this is definitely user error here. Like, <laughs> yeah, when three out of ever, when like, three out of four Zoom. people are using it just fine, and you're the only one. Hey, Stuart. No, he he cannot hear us. Well, Stuart, you just go ahead and start talking when you when you can hear us again. Damn. This is this is what the league would be like without Stuart. I think we should actually like vote <laughs> to ban him. Hey, I'm here. You oh think shoot! <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying ban, before uh, you well, went? To we're Kobo? gonna ban you. <laughs> Why? I'm like an automatic win for everybody. Shut up. That, that oh, is- sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, stupid Josh Allen. Kick the field goal. Yeah. Just need one more drive. So what, what do you think about this game right now, though? The earnest. The earnest yeah, the- how do you feel about the pickup of the week, maybe of the year? I like it. I mean, to be honest, I, I thought more people would – would bid on that, but maybe it's the buy week hell that made brought down the price. But I mean, you're talking about a running a running back on you know the best running team, one of the best running teams. Yeah, I was surprised there was only two bids. 
Who needs I was like, oh, I was like, I'll just put in a $3 bid in case no one bids on them. And turns out no one else bid on them except Jackson. Yeah, no, when I put the 15, I was like, I'm not going to get them. That's what I thought. Just the way that things have been going this year, like with these outrageous prices, I thought, you know, it's going to be a, a 20 or something like that. But it's the market, the market self-correcting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any fab left. <laughs> that's why you're getting six, bu six bucks true. on the trades, man. <laughs> yeah. Sounds that's like a true. supply chain issue. I don't know. <laughs> That's like your moniker now is the uh, you know, six bucks on any trade. I well, I asked Jackson for ten. I was like, I need ten to do, you know to, to stream here. And then he came back with six, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, should I go back with eight? And it's like meet in the middle. And I was like, no, I'm just gonna accept. Let's let's talk about you just trolling me with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, just, that, I'll be honest. That did have an impact in my. <laughs> I could tell. What the heck? I just this is so stupid. He is going well, to he's gonna have so much junk time against the Raiders. He's probably gonna overperform his twenty four point eight five projection. It just he'll 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 look horrible, but he'll have like three rushing touchdowns. It's just, it's just it's yeah, I mean fantasy's that's dumb. The garbage time that hurts gets and I mean I can can I talk about how the trade came together again? Yes, please. Because he, he sent me, you sent me. You don't care if I tell talk about the initial. No, 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 no. It's funny. <laughs> David loves yeah. this part. <laughs> oh yeah. He sent me. He sent me uh, Alan Robinson for Miles Sanders, and he said, uh, "Your garbage for my garbage." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, yeah." Like I can see that. Like I was, I was ready to hitch myself to Sanders though. But then I looked. I was like, man, I, I look at his team. I look at his team, and I'm like, wait, I really wish I had hurts. Because then, you know, owning Sanders wouldn't be so horrible. <laughs> but then, uh, so, you know, I just decided I need more, you know, more points. And then he sends me the 10 free agent. I'm like, I'll just send back six to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I honestly was a little surprised, Jackson, that you gave up Ru Russ for so little. I mean, I don't know if it's, I mean, I, I think it's pretty close, to be honest. I mean, I think Hertz is. I mean, yeah, the not. garbage time factor is a big deal. Like he's, I think he's been better than Russ so far this year on a points per game basis. And I think I was I, just thinking like he's. I always kind of felt like he was your guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's another thing too. Like this is the first time in how many years that someone else has owned Russell Wilson. Like how many years has it been? I didn't. Yeah, know I'm, that. Keep, yeah I'm, I'm keeping it. With that, but yeah, did you send him your jersey? Him, so you shouldn't have done it. That jersey yeah. needs to go to David too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, by that logic, I need to give my Aaron Rodgers jersey to, to Mike. Yeah, my dad would love that. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think like you I gave me your Tony Romo jersey, David. I have your no. Romo jersey. <laughs> no, I actually just lent it to you, and you never returned it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I have it for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Next, next time you come to my house for a podcast, uh, which will be never. Yeah, never. Um, Y'all are never hey. driving to Bernie again. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to do a person today. It's too late. Yeah, we we could all go to Kerrville. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, what do you think about the trade, or, though? Like in terms of just the talent and the situation. I mean, the injury. Uh, I feel like I need the points now if I'm going to try and make playoffs. I don't really want to. I mean, I've been talking with a lot of people about selling, and I I just really. I don't want that to be my defending season. I want to try to you know push, and I feel like I do have a good team. 
It's just yeah. I need to start winning so I can yeah, make play. You don't you don't want to be the Dallas Mavericks. And this is yeah. for Bryce. You don't want to be the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks where you win the championship and then blow up the team. Uh, that's just a really stupid move by a stupid organization. You want to yeah. try and you want to try and go back to back if you can, because let me tell you, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Stuart, you can back me up on this. David, I'm sorry you don't know about this yet, but back to backs are pretty cool. And- yeah, it, it's rarefied air, as uh, Mike Staffel said earlier in the in the week. It's rarefied is- air to have back to back championships. What, is, what does Mike know about it? Yeah, no, nothing. He was just talking about rarefied air being five and one. I'm like, come on, anyone can do that, but win back to back championships and then yeah. talk to me. Yeah, the Phoenix the Phoenix Suns kept winning the number Stuart, one seed every year and it didn't matter. So Stuart, have you ever been five and one? No. No. <laughs> that's not that's not how I roll though. Yeah. Oh, I know. You need to be six and seven. His formula yeah. is just under five hundred. That's what I'm going for this year. Hey, do y'all think do y'all think six wins gets into the playoffs this year? No. We have to be six and eight. Yeah, well, we got an extra week. No. no, I think it's seven. Seven. Six is always well. That's not true. I feel like six has always been the cutoff, without barring exception for the worst division of all time last year. But six always seems to be the cutoff, and every once in a while, a five and eight team gets in somehow. Yeah, but six is the cutoff. I think it's got to be seven this year. Yeah, well, you mean you've got a lot of teams at two and four. No one has – everybody has at least two wins. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. How many, there are two – there are two – oh, good. No, you got it. You got it. I was just going to say there are two teams with um, four of the top five running backs in the league. Do you know who those two teams are? <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about Stewart's team some more. Hold on. Okay. Uh, sure. Why? Well, it, it does happen to be my team. And, and do you know Ryan's, the other team? Probably Ryan's team. And you're right. It's Ryan's. Oh no way! The top two teams have the best running backs. What a what a crazy coincidence! Unbelievable. I'm not the top. I'm not the top. Mike Staffel's uh, number one, isn't he? Let, okay. Let's let's call a spade a spade. We know what's going on here. Let the power <laughs> rankings reflect the 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 true feelings of the league. Okay. Mike's a, Mike's a great story, but I mean, come on. He doesn't. If he, what what about senior? What about him? You're the one I who thought... doubted him the most. I don't know what you're asking us about. You're acting no, like you're I'm... taking credit for how good he's been. Well, you rated him like eighth or ninth right out of the gate. I said, this how is dare you do I that want, to This Mahomes. is what I want to know. So this is, this is all I'm going to say. I don't know who came up with the schedule for our <laughs> stupid league, but you, there's a there's a top tier that we talked about last week that includes myself, Ryan, and Senior. Um, and I have played Ryan and Senior twice. So four out of the six weeks, I have played the two other you won't play uh, them again. You won't play them again to the playoffs now. I know. I know. Okay. But just well, so you know, I was three and one in my four games against the top two teams in the league. Where do, where do you have hey. me ranked this, this week in power rankings? Listen, uh, Mr. Mr. Searles, I'd love to hear about that. 
Hey, if you're if you're three and one against them, what are you against everyone else? Yeah, how are you doing against the rest of the league? Yeah, and not who, very good. And who do you play the rest of the year? Everyone uh, else. Uh, the losers. The, all the I'm, losers. I'm not sure this that was a good argument for you having a positive <laughs> record moving forward. Yes. No, it was it made so much sense in my head. Uh yeah, y'all y'all picked uh y'all picked the schedule when we changed to uh three divisions with an extra week. So hey, I never no I never picked it's no different than like the uh, the NBA when you play like the yeah. yeah the NBA does this all the time where you play back to back and you just play at different venues. I remember there was so many years where the Spurs would play the Rockets like three times in March and April. Yeah, yeah. Like we're we're talking play. about football. We're talking about <laughs> football here, guys. When's the last time that the Cowboys played the Redskins <laughs> two weeks in a row? <laughs> T- tell me that. Let's go. Let's go back in the history books. When's the last time they we played would each have other to because they haven't been called the Redskins yeah. for a couple of years now. I, yeah. I'm pretty, Excuse me, I, I didn't mean to say that. That's racist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've had that happen when week 17 and then week one of the playoffs. That's well, it. I'm I'm changing my team name to not racist Redskins. <laughs> yes, yes, that was a good team name. That was before I won my championships, though. I'm not going to go back to that. <laughs> should have done it last year. I know. I should have. Well, okay, let's move on. Moving on. Jackson, you're welcome to hang on as long as you'd like. You're welcome to leave. It's up to you, my man. Um, I'm chilling. There goes Jackson. <laughs> oh, man. It sucks to be on that, the end sucks of that. to be there. But we I have a so, we, I got we so pissed off when that happened to me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you kept calling her, back. <laughs> for those... For those who can't so see our Zoom you don't call, do that. You don't do that to a commissioner. Yeah. For, for those who ju- who couldn't see the Zoom call, Jackson literally starts stretching. <laughs> he puts his hands behind his head and he goes, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna hang out, John." Oh, uh, he sent me a message. I think it's just the middle finger. That's okay, Jackson. I love you. I appreciate. It. He he said lol, so he appreciated lol. it. Let's move into uh, well, David. You you didn't get a chance to talk about really last week or anything. I know you beat me. Oh, it was a great week. Great week. How do you I love feel having about a bottom a bottom uh, four score and winning? Yeah. How do you feel about scoring one twenty seven and getting a win? Oh, you know, oh my it's, gosh, it's better than winning by you know a hundred. Coming off of a or, sixty or losing, whatever, losing by one hundred and fifty five like the week no, before. No, losing by one hundred and fifty is the best. Yeah, that's better weird, than winning you have a really weird perspective on this <laughs> i yeah i just it, it's way more fun to lose by that much oh i'm just annoyed i just i yeah. can't get a win this I mean, year what do you yeah i mean what are you gonna do dumpster fire if i don't beat jackson this week who isn't even starting a defensive lineman uh which you'll hear back on the podcast we we kind of let out with uh the school of thought on what should a league do if a if a or should a league do anything if a if a league manager can't fill out a full roster starting yeah. lineup just that that question we we kind of touched on all sides of that what do you quick quick thoughts on that what do you think of that um <laughs> i see both sides of the argument of the coin here um 
I'm of the opinion that you don't need to if there's a strategic reason behind it. Mm. Let it be known. That's what I said, too. But- As the rules committee expert, <laughs> uh, I strongly hey, disagree. Did you like and- how I described your role? Was that pretty accurate? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he has zero knowledge, but he has lots of wisdom. Oh, <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that actually made me laugh, too. Yeah, it was good. That does yeah. kind of describe me. It does I think you need, to record a, you need to record a new uh, uh, intro. Yeah. All right. With, with that, whatever you said. What there. I may do is I'll just do some descriptive um, drops for, yeah. some of you, for some of you. Yeah. And we'll have the voice guy do it. What we can do is we can drop Stuart off the call, and then when he calls back in, you can play that drop. Right or just drop back on. Or just anytime no. Stuart starts to ramble on about something, we'll have a drop that says, no knowledge, all wisdom. <laughs> uh, anyway, good times. All right, let's, uh, let's move into the bonehead benchings of the week. Bonehead benching of the week. All right, we've got some nominees. Um, let's start with one, and I think this is a great one to start with, to be honest, because there's been some victory laps done about this player already. Um, but Hollywood Brown registering a 5.5 last week. Um, I think last week the league manager that owns Hollywood said that Hollywood Brown's the greatest thing since Jerry Rice or something like that. I can't, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was somewhere in that ballpark. I think he owns all the jerseys that Hollywood's ever worn going back to Oklahoma. Um, so Hollywood puts up a stinker at 5.5 and you know, who he could have started, who was on his bench was one Cole anti-vax Beasley, 18 point old anti-vax. Yeah. He had a good game. I believe that's what his nickname is, and uh, I don't call him that. I think his own his own league manager calls him that. Yeah. So um, eighteen point three, and uh, looked looked a decent. Looked like a good little PPR option. He scored a touchdown, I believe. And Hollywood Brown coming up short. What do you think of that? I think uh, Hollywood is who we thought he was. Let him off the hook. <laughs> I'm not completely surprised by it because I've owned Hollywood. You've owned Hollywood. Uh, this is kind of par for the course for him. Yeah. I, he dropped a touchdown, didn't he? Well, I mean, that's knows. what he does every week, doesn't he? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Everyone yeah. knows that you, you go to Hollywood to make your dreams come true, but in, inevitably you go broke doing it. And so that's where I think Mike's headed with this. I think I don't understand. Do you think Mike ever starts Cole Beasley this year? Uh, what well, I bet, I I bet he I will. I bet he will. But next week, I haven't looked at his lineup for buy or whatever. <laughs> I'm Why just curious. I'm just curious. Cole Beasley is one of those players that, like, I don't know. I hate having on my lineups because he's gonna. He's actually gonna have good games, like he did last week with 18 points. But it's like I never feel great about starting him. So I picked up a player that's just like him. I picked up Hunter Renfro earlier this year with a thought of, okay, 
it was, a Monday, yeah. it, it was a Monday night game, and it's like if I if I need eight points, I'd rather start him over. I can't remember that's who good. I had in the. That's a good point. Yeah, that's fair. If 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 you can make it, but that's like a week to week thing. So to your point, like I don't know if rostering him all year makes sense. I think that's a weekly decision that you add and drop a guy like that. But we digress yeah. because the point is Beasley outscored Hollywood, and it wasn't even close. So. Drop Hollywood, kick him out, and never play him again. Moving on. We've got one. Uh, you know what, Stuart, you do this one, the one right ap- right under that one, because this is this hits ho- uh, close to home for you. Um, you're a big fan of this guy who is the bonehead, ben- uh, the guy that was started. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, uh, James Conner. Ugh. 9.2, which we didn't even talk about my uh, trade for Dweebo, Dweebo Samuels. What do you call him Dweebo? <laughs> I don't know. That's my new nickname for such a for dumb him. name. <laughs> Dweebo. No, I get it. It's a dweeb. It, yeah, it's a, a dweeb. funny wor- It's a funny word that we haven't used since 1995, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned that from Screech on Saved by the Bell. Um <laughs> So uh, I, I picked up Dweebo for not much. I gave up old man Marvin, Marvin Jones, and <laughs> one James Connor. Marvin is an old person's name. Marvin. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I won that trade. But uh, Marvin Jones had 22 points, though, so maybe I didn't. Um, James Connor starting in the running back position for Bryce 9.2 and he sat Harris on his bench um I don't think he can get Damian Harris right and that's probably the the thing that's most insane about the about owning a Patriots running back is you're going to play a guessing game and more often than not you're going to lose yeah woof he he lost this last week because Harris had uh 22 points, I think. 22.1. Yeah. 22.1. Wouldn't have made a huge difference, but um, but still, that's 11, 12 points sitting on your bench. So not good, Bryce. Not good. That's a bonehead benching, my friend. Yeah, so that wouldn't have affected his outcome, right? It would not, no. Because he won either way. Yeah. Yeah. So good for you, Bryce. You keep winning with poor decisions. I can't make a decision to save my life. That'll help me win. The other one that I thought was kind of funny uh, that I just, I put on here just kind of for fun is looking at our league. uh, One of the best teams in our league with two of the best wide receivers, Adams and Allen on Ryan's team, the Naj Mahal. And he has two, wide receivers sitting on his bench who have been pretty good all season long, Sutton and Ruggs. And this, this week, it really, uh, he paid the price for it. Adams and Allen totaled 18.4 Sutton and Ruggs over doubling that 18.4, 37.6. So mm. man, missed the Ryan, chance, why? Missed, missed the chance at 200. Yeah, like, why would you not back. have started Cortland Sutton? <laughs> I mean, hello. Cortland Sutton's good all year. Cortland Sutton looks good. He should probably be shopping him. 
Um, if I'm being honest, there's probably someone that could use him. Um, Ruggs, how, how did he do tonight? Do you know how did he do tonight? I don't know, but he had a really. I, I did see this really good catch he had. Um, one hand. Yeah, nine point three points so far. Yeah, five for five, sixty-eight yards. Yeah, it's probably not going to end up well for him. I think, uh, to my dad's point, I think they do need Drew Locke back just because it's like a Jameis Winston. You're going to get bad turnovers, but you're going to get big splash plays more so from Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry, Javante just scored. Oh, there you go. So that takes away from Melvin Gordon potentially. needed that. Yep. That's what I like. He was part of your trade, wasn't he? Uh, I yeah, traded him to David a while back because I drafted yeah. him. Oh, wow, but, oh yeah. that was when I picked up Elijah Mitchell. Yes, 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 yes. We did a swap there. Yeah. All right. Well, what about Corlin Sutton's been good? Ryan should trade him to me. There you go. I knew he'd have a. There'd be a market for Corlin Sutton. Okay, so really, you're not going to bench uh, Devontae. Or, Adams or I'll take Justin Jefferson next week in the fire sale. Oh yes, I'm waiting on that. I've already had a request in. I won't say who. Hey, which which uh which one's not your keeper as of today? Oh man, what sucks is I think I I really like AJ Brown the most just because I've owned him the longest, but I could see him not being the keeper, which is yeah. annoying. I, I figured you uh, might say that. All right. uh, but I just want to make quick. I think I real would. quick. I know we're. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead, Stuart. We're just we're having a fun conversation. You just want to derail it. Go ahead. No, this no, is, no. You this finish. is the Stewart Show, everybody. All right. Hey, yeah. you're you're listening to the Stewart Show from Kerrville. Check one two one two. Yes, yes. Uh, hi, is a kite out here in Kerrville, Texas tonight, <laughs> and we are. I'm just kidding. I was just no, gonna finished. say if if I were to trade somebody, I'll let it be known that DK Metcalf would be the guy I move. Let it be known. Let it. Wow. Be known. He might be a good stack if someone out there knows anybody that. Ooh, might I see what I you're know. saying. I see what you're saying. I but smell I need, what you're stepping in. But I need Jalen Hurts out of the deal, so get him back. I'm just. All right, well, I was gonna say I don't know who has Geno Smith. <laughs> Gino, he's probably on the waivers, isn't he? I don't have Gino, so I don't know who you're talking to. I don't think I don't think Sleeper actually created a profile for him because nobody thought he actually played football anymore. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say, Stuart? I'm sorry, I was being I was being rude. Go ahead. Uh, what was I gonna say? I was oh, gonna say um, nothing. It, it made me think of it when somebody mentioned Justin Jefferson. Going back to our draft. Uh-huh. For just a second, I know we're in bonehead benchings, but going back to our draft for just a second, if you had the number one draft pick this year, knowing what you know right now, who would you pick? Derrick Henry. No, he's <laughs> he wasn't available. Um, that's a good question. I need to I need to see the because it. Allen Robinson. Definitely not him. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's... that was. That's been the worst pick of the first round, I'll tell you that. Hey, I'm feeling good on the Allen Robinson portion of my Calvin Ridley butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Actually, actually, they have the same number of touchdowns. <laughs> Does Allen Robinson has a touchdown? Yeah, in week two. In <laughs> week two, he had a touchdown. He dropped another in week two. But Yeah, yeah so, so Calvin Ridley so, is the, the worst out of the, I, the top I, six yeah. or whatever. Cooper think, Cup. So we've got... 
I know. Yeah, I, Cooper I, Cup is good. So I might, I might take Kyler. Round, I might take going back Kyler. to our first round. Is that we what got, you want to hear? We had Najee. No, I wasn't necessarily fishing for that. We had Najee. <laughs> we had Antonio Najee, Gibson. Gibson, we Jefferson. Jefferson. We had Calvin Ridley. We had mm-hmm. Kyler, David John or David Montgomery. Not David Johnson. <laughs> David Montgomery. <laughs> Chris uh, Johnson. We, Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe Mixon was Joe Mixon was a good pick. Um, Joe Mixon, yep. Hopkins yeah. was a good pick. Uh, but here was I got it here. Go for it. Najee Harris, Gibson, Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins, Whoa. Justin oh, yeah. Jefferson, Kyler Murray, David Montgomery, C.D. Lamb, Hopkins. Sorry, Mixon. Stewart just Stewart just dropped off the call for no reason. Oh, I think he put. Lord. I think he pushed his. Uh, his uh, headphones, his i, his uh, whatever, AirPods, and I think it hung him up because he was <laughs> adjusting. <them. laughs> hey, for the record, let it be known, I did not kick Stewart off. He kicked himself off, so I don't want to hear. Oh, he kicks me off all the time. No, he kicked himself off. Stewart, uh, he- Portland Sutton was like, a sixth round pick. Yeah, that's pretty good. What was yeah. Cooper Cup fourth round? Cooper uh, Cup was 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Four, fourth pick of the fourth round. What Daryl Henderson right behind him was a pretty good pick at 4-5. What were the uh how many receivers were taken before Cup? Uh let's name them here. Uh Ridley, <laughs> Jefferson, Lamb, Hopkins, Robinson, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Chris does Mike still does Mike still have him? No, he's he's on the waiver wire. Uh, Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Chase Claypool, God Deontay me. Johnson, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Michael Thomas. Eighteen receivers were yeah. taking taken before Cooper Cup. It's yeah. unreal. He, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the most value pick. If you want to look at receivers picked before, um, um, the, uh, what's his name for the Chargers? Um, talking about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. Was, was, was Mike Williams drafted like in the seventh round or something? But I'm looking too quick. I don't. It might be close to the double digits. I'm not kidding. It was one of those where your dad picked yeah, up I know. so late. Sorry, he was actually drafted in the sixth round. Sixth round? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sixth round. I, w- I would have thought later, but still, I yeah, obviously was. that was a good pick too. So. Well, he was definitely picked like 25 to 30 receivers <laughs> into the draft at least. So uh, that's a value pick. When was when was he your keeper? Was that uh, three years ago? I think three when, years ago. When Antonio Brown was still good, like it was Antonio Brown was still on the Steelers. Yeah. And he hadn't gone crazy yet. Yeah, that was so sad. Sad day. All right, so back to bonehead benching. Yeah, sorry, that, I derailed us. Back to bonehead. I didn't realize okay. Mike Staffel picked Cole Beasley. Going back to earlier conversation. He drafted Cole Beasley? Yeah, 16th round. Good pick. He can't quit him, can he? He can't quit him. (laughs) Mm, He's got a case of the Beasles. All right. (laughs) We got, speaking of, thank you, thank you. I stole it from another guy. 
Okay, so we did mention this receiver already, drafted pretty high. Chase Claypool was played this last week and uh, didn't really play. Uh, 2.7 is a pretty pretty bad effort. Uh, this is just Joey's weekly installment in Bonehead Benching. Uh, we got Jalen Waddle, who was over in London and put up 24 London. points. He was in London. 24 points. He looked good. I don't know if y'all watched any of that London game, but he was, uh, he looked like he was the go-to target for Tua. So I don't know. He could be, a could be on the rise there or he could have just played Jacksonville. And that's really what happened. It's probably yeah. the truth. How'd Chris Carson do for him? <laughs> <laughs> just taking shots. Take, you know, Joey, this is what oh. happens when you trade Christian McCaffrey and you don't consult the league on yes. value. You're we will never get, let you live it down. It's it's ju- it's right up there with Alex Smith, except oh. you were on the other side of that. You were on the other side of that trade. So welcome to the, to the Sorry, side. Joey. I'm just scrolling through your team and it makes me laugh. <laughs> Wait, but on the bright side, you now have Chuba Hubbard. So <laughs> That's true. He, he did okay last week. He helped him. I know. He almost beat Ryan, right? I, well, for a while there, the projection said he was uh, going to. I say almost in the sense that it wasn't lo- like it looked like it was going to be a, a tsunami. Yeah, I, at game. one point, I texted or I emailed the league or messaged the league that I, all the matchups were within seven points. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously that swung, and I think we even had some tsunamis. Oh, baby. Just, just real quick, going into the uh, Monday night matchup, I had a 1% chance of winning according to – Sleeper, and I've got one thing to just... say to you, sleeper. I'm not going to say it though. Okay. I'm not going to say it. I wish they would. Um, I wish they would uh, just do away with the with the percentages because they clearly are uh, misleading everybody. Everyone's looking a lot into that, and it's wildly inaccurate. Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly how they determine those percentages because some of the matchups are within like ten points, and it's seventy thirty or something like that. So it's seems a little strange to me. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't get it either. And it they can swing just wildly. So. Uh, I was looking for a drop to allow Stewart to say whatever he wanted, but I can't seem to find it. Um, I'll find it. In, I'll find it another day. I'll find it. I'll probably find it at the end of the show. But before we wrap up, I think we have to choose. Yeah, who is the there's biggest one more this week? I think there's one okay. more. Go ahead, Stewart. Okay. You you pointed it out. It was a good observation. So go ahead. I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Not that you would have done this, Jonathan, but um, so, okay. It, I actually almost did do this because I did, did you really. Yeah, because I did think. So here was the mental gymnastics. You don't want to bench Antonio Gibson because he's always a big play waiting to happen, and he's healthy enough to go. You just start him. So that's where I ended up going. But I did say there is a definite world where the Chiefs are just destroying. The yeah, Washington. you didn't get cute. You thought about getting cute, thought about getting all, dolled up, and you made the right decision. <laughs> and the problem is, I did think, like, man, would it be 
wise to put in McKissick because they're probably going to be trailing and throwing the ball a ton, which is what ended up happening. Plus, I'm Gibson so glad I did. Well, Stuart, what what was the result of that of that poor decision of mine? You would have won your matchup against David. I'll say that. Um, Antonio Gibson had four point four points. JD McKissick had fifteen point eight points. So um, a difference of eleven points, roughly, and so you only lost to David by four. So you would have won your matchup against the scary Terry wrists. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I definitely was bombed on that one and you know, I'll take it. And, and I think I saw this coming because we did kind of Stuart kind of sent these in advance. So instead of having to go afterwards to the store, I went ahead and went to the store, got my chocolate Mumu milk ahead of time. And uh, I'll I'll be drinking it right now as the song plays. <laughs> Chocolate Moo Moo Milk winner of the week. That was a good. I think, technic- I think technically you're supposed to be dumping that on your head. <laughs> so let's let's get let's do that. Well, next. so yeah, if I was outside, I'm not going to ruin my roommate's carpet. Um, oh, I think oh. my roommates wouldn't appreciate that. Um, also, it was a good bit, except that only you two saw it, and it's like room temperature now because it's been sitting out <laughs> waiting for David to get on this podcast. <laughs> Not the best tasting. Yeah. So if you end up getting sick from it, then I will say that that counts as you dumping it on your head. Okay, if you see me projectile vomit while we're doing this podcast, then you'll right. know what happened. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> Anything else to say about last week before we move into this week? Nada. Nada. All right. Well, let's move into power rankings then. Power rankings. All right, I'm guessing, David, since you jumped on to the podcast late, you haven't looked at any of the updated spreadsheets or updated them yourself. Is that no, correct? No, y- y'all just need to use my rankings. They're the they're they're what the answer is. So, <laughs> you are know, worth, just, You know, if you just want to avoid yours altogether, I'll just read mine and we'll do yeah, it from there. Let, I mean, yeah, let's start with yours since you're uh, first. I'll be last. Last will be first. So you go gosh. and start. David, yeah. what are you doing during the week? Because I thought this league was a priority in your life. Oh, Come on. It is. He's out there winning court cases. He's all of a sudden a lawyer. Yeah, no. Oh, my insane. word. Uh, Harvey Specter uh, at your service. <laughs> I, I do like wearing my pinstripe suit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't okay. have to wear it for the podcast. You look really sharp, though. I, I know that. I should. You know, I got this beard over here trying to look, you know, knowledgeable. <laughs> okay, beard walk, of us knowledge. Through, walk us through your power rankings because All right. since they're the most accurate. Yeah, yeah. Number one, um, Stuart Head. Stuart, congratulations. Oh, yeah. How do you feel? They are most accurate. I agree. Yes. That's wrong. <laughs> wrong answer. <laughs> Listen, this is why I have Stuart number one. Stuart has played a very difficult schedule. Stewart has the most points for on the year in the league. And he has Derrick Henry, who's like five players. 
So for all those reasons, Stewart is number one. I also have the most points against, just so we're we're clear on that. Yeah, I mean, listen, Derrick Henry, for, uh, if y'all were watching the game, they did a stat that said um, Derrick Henry's yards per carry, and it went first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and it increased. I saw that. Yeah, it increased yeah. with every quarter. If you look at the past two seasons for Derrick Henry, if you go uh, uh, yards per game over the season, his season log is the exact same thing. So, like, earlier in the season, it's, like, 85 yards per game, 90 yards per game, and then it just gets more and more as the season goes on. He just gets better and better. And so if he's already doing this through um, six weeks here, who knows what's going to happen week 16. I mean. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Stewart's number one. Who do y'all have number one? Well, funny enough, Stewart and I both have the same number one. That would be one Ryan Palomo. Is that correct, Stewart? That is correct. Mm. Well, we have the right answers, so let's move it along. No, why do you I, like, I, I, I why like do you have your team ahead, Ryan ahead of you, Stewart? Yeah, let's hear it from Stewart because uh, I. Can, uh, you know, I, one of the things I try and practice is humility, so that was just kind of my way of <laughs> being as humble as I know how to be. No, I. I mean, I've set. I. It goes back to even preseason. You know, before we even before we even played a game. Looking at Ryan's team, I still feel like he has the best team. And then when he picked up Christian McCaffrey, which I know, fingers crossed on him, but um, I think he's got the best team. I think I will beat. I think I'll beat him if I see him again in the playoffs. But um, Mm. I think he has the the best team just in terms of the players on his team. Um, When healthy, I think he has the best team. I think you you've been weak at receiver, Stewart, and the pickup of Debo Dweebo Samuel. Um, I mean, I think it solidifies one of your weaker areas. And I mean, your running backs are just as good. You've got the best running back. Derrick Henry's better than Christian McCaffrey. Let's just let's just settle that at, now. At at this point, you are correct. It, yeah, Mc, McCaffrey two ball. years ago is not McCaffrey today. And even it would be interesting to see could. Someone's got to have done it. Derrick Henry this year has been better than McCaffrey t- two That's years. That's what I want to see. Statistically, through, is that true? Through six weeks he has, yeah. Okay, wow. Or it's, it's, it's definitely close. Well, it's amazing because Henry doesn't catch the ball. Like, and but that's he, where yeah. McCaffrey, but that's yeah. where McCaffrey, like, McCaffrey just blew people out of the water because he caught eight pass, passes a game. And right. it's like you starting out with four points well, without doing it. They both had, yeah, McCaffrey had volume two years ago. Henry just, had, he still has similar volume. It's just all running. Right. <laughs> so, um, which a passing, you know, is usually more valuable. But, yeah, so, I mean, you, you've gotten better, Stuart. You acquired Waller. You've acquired Aaron Jones. You acquired Debo Samuel. Um, I think, you know, Ryan's also gotten better with the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey. I think y'all are, are in your own tier. I've been saying that. I've got Ryan at number two, um, just to kind of kind of go to the next one for me. Uh, but you've been better this year up to date, and that's really the separator for me because I do think your teams are close. So yeah, that'll be interesting though to see how that shakes out playoff wise because y'all are both three and three, and there's three teams ahead of you with record. I mean, the four teams the best, ahead of you. You had the best score again last week. I mean, I, I don't see reasons why you're not number one at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it, there's. So a hundred percent agree. I could see both either one of y'all at number one. It will be interesting to see 
how things shake out from a playoff bracket standpoint, just from records. Cause I, y'all are better than Lewis. Y'all are better than for sure. Bryce and, uh, probably for sure better than Mike as well. Even though he's five and one, I would say seniors in the conversation, but he's still probably below y'all too. And, uh, but they all have better records than you do, which is funny. So, uh, yeah, what's yeah. Well, I'm curious to know what Ryan's you went through your schedule, Stuart, and how you had a really difficult one. And I think that's definitely reflected in your points against, um, like you have the highest points against on, you know, the season. I think Ryan is, is maybe from a record perspective at the end of the year, while his team is, is just as strong, if not stronger, his, obviously he's going to have a tougher schedule. And so I think some of that evens out, but I do think that's important to Jonathan's point as what does that really mean at the end of the year with your record for and against? So it'll be interesting yeah. to see from here. Yeah, right now all four of y'all should be in the playoffs in y'all's division, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so just Ryan lost the first week to senior scoring 123 points. He lost week two 126 points. Uh, he scored and he lost to Bryce week three. He scored. Uh, he, that's when he beat me 161. And then he lost to me the next week with 145. And then he week five was his 216 week where he beat David by 155 points. <laughs> and then he won. He won last week 184. He, okay, so he's had a he's had a tough schedule as well, actually, and but I think a function of that is y'all's division is ridiculous. Yep, and a, a lot of our divisional games are early. Obviously, we talked. <laughs> I mean, about y'all that. are both last in your division. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so funny to look at because we know that but, they're, that's not how things will shake out. Probably, but I mean, likely. I think the po- the points against Stewart, you're a thousand and four points against Ryan's eight hundred thirty five. Yeah. It's it's weird who's the next close who's the next closest in points it gets. Uh, There's so people two, are like hundreds of points behind senior, me. Senior, well, yeah, it's seniors me. at nine oh six. It's and me. David's at nine twenty nine, and it's, oh, yeah, okay. it's seventy points still though. And Jackson's at yeah. nine oh six. So there's three in the nine hundreds, but they're in the low nine hundreds. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird how that works out. And then you have teams that where they just don't score against them, like. Mike's only got 769 scored against him on the season, and that's the low. So, again, that there's a little bit of fool's no gold No wonder in he's 5-1. and one. Are Yeah, you there's a little me? bit of fool's gold in there, but his team's been <laughs> consistently good, so that's what helps with his record. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's points against 769 is lower than the worst team on the year in points four, which would actually be Jonathan. Right, so if he's uh, – oh, I have the list. And, and me. Four. You and me, actually – I think close. I'm at 789. I'm at. Are, oh my gosh. I'm at 789.22 and you're 789.38. Oh, that yeah. Is, I beat oh. you once again. Oh, David wins. David uh, wins. <laughs> but, but that's that's the point. Is yeah, he's like playing it, the worst team every week, is what he's, yeah, he's playing. Yeah. He, it's, and it's even worse than that because it's another 30 right. points. Yeah. Or 20 points. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. all of this to, to say, put it in perspective. Mike, we all agree that Mike is not good. Yeah, saying that, I've got Mike at number two in power rankings. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. I have oh, Mike at number two. Gosh. What do you guys have, Mike? I've got Mike at three. You got Mike uh, at three. I've got, I've got Mike at... You've got him at four. 
Four. Yeah. yeah. That's more of an accurate, accurate. Well, David's the most four. accurate if we average him two, three, four. So. Yeah. I've got him at three and it's because of his record, obviously having yeah. five wins at this point is really, I mean, he's almost a shoe in for the playoffs at this point. Yeah, he'll um, he'll he can fall backwards in the playoffs. He just needs two wins, and he's. I mean, locked. he he should start trading for playoff leagues. If I'm him, obviously I'm not. I'd love to be him, um, <laughs> but I I flip flop between my dad, who I have at four, and Staple. Uh, my dad's four yep. and two, but my dad has more points for on the season. Um, I do think they're in a tier with with Bryce as well. Um, Bryce has has you know, over 900 points on the year as well. And so Bryce is four and two in a tough division as well. So I've got Bryce, Bryce five, but I kind of see those three in the next kind of group. Um, and maybe that's a bigger group, but if I'm kind of going a two A, two B, where do y'all have uh, my dad and Bryce? Senior, I have four just behind Stuart. Um where I think they're that's a that's the top it's a top three tier with Mike. I think Mike's there because of his record, which is fine. I mean he's done well. So I've got senior there. I've got Bryce at let's see. Four, five, six. I've got him at seven. And here's why. Every time I freaking look at his team, I go, How is he here? How is he winning? I mean, his players are performing, but it's just I, I it's it's guys I don't like. we just talked about Damian Harris being tough to guess on. I know on his bench he's got Saquon, who just started becoming good again, but he got injured again with his ankle. James Robinson's been good, but he's got, like, just Kirk Cousins. Do you guys believe that Kirk Cousins will be the 10th best quarterback on the season, or do you think that he'll drop back to, like, 15? Because that's, that's what's carried his team, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's closer to 15 than 10. But. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely not top top twelve for sure. So Cousins has scored thirty four points or more three times. He's almost scored thirty four times. He had a twenty nine point outing. So like again, that's just I think that's a huge differentiator for him drafting him after I drafted Tannehill in front of him, uh, which is funny. Uh, yeah. I really wanted I really wanted Stafford and freaking Lewis took him right before, but whatever um so i think i don't know i just i feel like that's kind of floating him a bit yeah i but, feel like he's been trying to acquire stafford and has been unsuccessful yeah me too i guess there's <laughs> no i guess lewis hasn't paid his cell phone bill in a while but that's okay <laughs> oh i talked to him about it recently he also oh. need to make better offers Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna start just ignoring everyone completely when they don't make good offers. I won't even <laughs> I won't even acknowledge their presence in this universe. Listen, D DK, that's all. <laughs> hey, so where do you have Bryce Stewart? Uh, yeah, I have Bryce at number. Looks like five. Five. He's right behind Staffel. Yeah. So I've got Ryan myself, and then I would I would. Whether you put Senior in that top tier with me and Ryan or whether Senior is in that next grouping with Staffel and Bryce. Um, yeah, I think Senior has the ability to actually join that group. I don't think Staffel does at this moment in time. Not to say that could change. The reason I say that for Senior is because Leonard Fournette yeah. 
yeah. has completely turned into like the guy on an awesome offense. Um, and, yeah. and he, and he catches the ball a ton. I mean, I know they brought in Gio Bernard, but he's had, I mean, he had, this is his catches per game, five, four, three, three, four, six. I mean, it's you gotta add to, it's got to be career high for him. No, he, he did. He had uh, he did like, that a lot in he, Jacksonville. He had 80 catches in Jacksonville one year. Really? Or something oh. like that. Yeah. He was, yeah. A couple of years ago. Um, He's just not very efficient. He's not as good, you know, as like someone like Kamara or yeah. Jenkins catching the ball. But, um, you know, I think that baseline with that rush volume and then the opportunity, you know, they get down low and they just run it real quick on those hurry ups. Like you combine him with Mixon. Mixon was um, a good pick. And when Clyde Edwards Hilaire gets back healthy, yep. I mean, that's a solid running back core to add to Tyreek, Godwin, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, if Edwards Alaire is your flex, then you're doing something right because that's that that he can be a top twelve back on a on any given week being on that offense. He's he's just got he's got a lot of stock and a lot of good offenses, and he's got yep. really key pieces. And so I think that's just a good formula. But I think with the ascension of Fournette, it it almost puts him close to that tier. I don't think he's in it quite yet, but I would argue that his ceiling might be higher than anybody's with Mahomes and Tyreek. Um, so so do you kind of see it this way? So it's Ryan and Stewart at the top, then you've got Staffel and Senior next. Yeah. I've got those two. That, those are the yeah. top two tiers. And then you've got – so for me, I, I do see it that way in some regard. And then I've got – so I've got Bryce at the bottom of this tier, but it's Bryce, Lewis, and Dana. I've got Daniel, Lewis, Bryce in that order. Mm-hmm. Um. And really, Daniel, because of the moves he's made to get stacks with the Chargers and some of his other guys, I think has paid off pretty pretty early on. I think you saw yeah. his really bad floor last week, but he had a really good week the week before that, and he didn't have anything close to that prior to his trade. So, Yeah, he's like a better version of my team, I feel like, where he has really high games and really low games. He's had two games around 102, though. And so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's had maybe two of the top five or two of the top 10, definitely lowest scores on the year. So yeah, I mean, that speaks to your floor, but I, I would agree with that in general. So yeah, big boom bust. I just have, I just have the opposite. Uh, I've got Bryce Lewis, Daniel, and I think you said you had Daniel Lewis, Bryce. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, so could talk, you could talk me into any of the, that any order on those three. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I think Lewis has a really – it's easy to overlook his team. I've said that every week. It's He's underrated yeah. from just a, just looking at him. But I just I, – I look at him every week, and I'm like, man, he actually has a really good team. And part of that is because Jamar Chase is, <laughs> has been way better than I thought. He was as yeah. advertised, which I didn't buy into either. I know. Yeah. Wish I would have. But, yeah, I mean, you got the high ceiling game potential with Allen – you got Hopkins. Who Chubb being hurt is going to hurt him for a minute. But yep. um, does it say he's not on IR, so he could come back sooner than Kareem Hunt, who's on IR, which mm-hmm. could be big for Chubb if he has no no Hunt. Although Dearness Johnson looked freaking good tonight. We'll talk about him later. <laughs> so uh, we've got – then we've got the – the bottom of the league, you know, kind of the, the rest of the guys that no one really cares a whole lot okay. about. But okay. <laughs> oh, oh, it's two of you guys. Okay. 
I, I didn't even realize. <laughs> so hey, what is your, what, what is your bottom? <laughs> what does his bottom finish. five look like? Jackson, Jonathan, David, Mike, Joey. Yep. In some order. I've got David, Jonathan, or I've got David, myself, my dad, Jackson, and Joey. I just thought Jackson was in a world of hurt. He did. This was, I think I sent this or I rated this before the trade, but with uh, Jalen Hurts, so I think that helps his team a lot. But uh, with Russ kind of being an anchor for his team, it was odd. I was like, I don't see how he's going to bounce back from this. I didn't foresee a trade coming this soon, but uh, it was a good move. But yeah, I, I think so, I've got Joey last still. Is that where you guys have him? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, these point these teams are all within like 40 points of each other on points four. They're all two and four. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, where would you put, if you were betting in Vegas, Where what would you put the odds of Jackson um, winning back-to-back championships? Hmm. A percentage on it or putting odds on it? What do you want? Yeah, odds, odds. 75 to 1. <laughs> Man, not yeah. good. Yeah, I don't – the problem is that we're uh, – I'd say it's in that range, 100 to 1, something crazy like that, because even if he were to make the playoffs, which I'm not even sure he does, I just can't see him beating your team or Ryan's team or senior – uh, or some kind of combination of that in the playoffs to to run yeah. to run it off. Yeah, y'all are like it. y'all are like five to two odds, um, and then it just kind of goes down, and then you get to Jackson, who I've got at nine, and that's when you're in the seventy-five to one. Joey, you know, is probably like a five hundred to one. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, Joey. I'm just throwing a bunch so of shit. All, all he's saying right now while he's listening to this is, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I don't know if you all recall, but but Joey is in it to win it this year. Let it be known. It's my this new favorite saying. Let, let the record show. Let the record show. Let it be known. I am playing to win. Oh, you play I to win the game, you, right, David? You play right. to win the game. That's what I did <laughs> last week. Do you think he still feels that way? Would you think? Do you think Joey still feels that way? I don't know. It's a week to week thing. Next week he can sell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, yeah. I saw he put uh, Lamar Jackson on the trade block this week. So. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. I stopped paying attention to that because like a one guy would have like a bomb touchdown and all of a sudden he was on the trade block. <laughs> like his it's trade value is at its highest. It is funny, but Dude, I just I, not pay attention yeah. to it. I only put guys on the trade block once I get hurt. So <laughs> see, or that too. Yeah. yeah. No one's trading somebody cause they're having to reasonably like Derek Henry is not on the trade block, right? You should put like, Derek no. Henry on the trade block for funsy Stewart. All right. <laughs> Before this podcast comes out to see what people say. All right. I'm going to do it right now. I think. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh... He's on the block, folks. He is on oh, the block. That's amazing. I think oh, the value on a, on a top running back is pretty low, though. Here. I'm going to generate some extra urgency with that message. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Just little little cryptic message. Just wait till you hear this on the podcast. Yes. People are oh, gonna I'm think you're back. Stewart is selling. Stewart is selling. <laughs> nothing. Stewart is selling nothing. Hey, everybody! Everybody's for sale. Just has to be the right price. Oh, I sold man. sold Shady McCoy for uh, three first round pick or the first three picks in the draft. Yeah, you have you you still have first round picks from that trade, I think. Gosh, I sold him at his peak, man. He was awesome. You did a good job with Lev Bell too. Yes, I sold Lev Bell at the right time. I did. I mean, he wasn't at his peak because he. I. I was holding. Oh, you know what? I take it back. He scored last week. <laughs> yeah, I need. To, I need to get him. I need to get him. Get him back. Hey, who? Uh, what's more likely to happen? Uh, Jonathan acquires Josh Gordon, yes. or Stewart acquires Lev Bell. Just it's. It's Let's not about like. It's not. It's not likely to happen. Is which will happen first? Is the yeah. question. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Every time your dad's like, "So what are you gonna give me for Gordon?" <laughs> uh, he'll ask me that after he after Gordon plays like eight snaps and doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, probably not a whole lot. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's move it into our final segment. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right. Well, I started out super positive about my matchup. I started out super confident. And then one Dearnest. Johnson. Do you guys even know if that's a real guy or is this like some kind of Is that even a real name? Is that like did was I I okay, I would like to petition the league to just do a quick investigation of the Browns. I'm pretty sure Derrick Henry was at running back tonight for the Browns and cuz Dearness Johnson, whoever that is, had 22 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. No, those aren't Derrick Henry numbers. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was Derrick Henry just played <laughs> one half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need like three touchdowns to be Derrick Henry numbers. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Dearness Johnson had way too many receptions. That's what throws off the scent. He had two. Yeah. So Yeah, I've I've never heard of that guy. Have, have in all seriousness, have you did you have you heard of him before? Yeah, he, he played last, he played last year. year. He played yeah. last year in the similar like this happened last year where both Browns running backs got hurt or one, maybe it was just Chubb and then he got some he got some play like he actually filled Chubb's role and Kareem Hunt still played his role and like Dearness Johnson looked good. So that was always the discussion of like, dude, they're just a machine at running back. Yeah, this happens, and I'm like, is Nick Chubb even really good? I, I, you say that, but obviously, you know, Nick Chubb is great. But, right. But yes, the the system can make players. Aka, like, look at Jared Goff. Did you see that he's O for life without Sean McVay? He hasn't won a game without Sean McVay in the NFL. Isn't that weird to think about? Oh. Because he yeah. had a, like half a season with Jeff Fisher or whatever that was, and they were O for whatever. And then he has a one on the lines. So anyway, system can matter a lot. Um, with that said, I have a terrible system for running fantasy football team because apparently everything I do falls apart. I was projected to win by 20 something points. And now it's down to a three point margin after one freaking game with one player playing in it. 
and Jackson isn't even playing a defensive lineman. This is this is a joke. I feel like this is rigged against me, but you know what? I'm still going to do it anyway. I'm picking myself and I'm triple playing it. Triple play. We got to turn this around. Okay? We're turning it around. No. It starts right now. I got to beat my rival, Jackson. He's not really my rival, but this year he is cuz we're in the same division. What say you guys? Yeah, I want to ask you a question, Jonathan. I don't I don't really want to answer, but go on. Um we talked about bonehead benchings. <laughs> okay. You got JD McKissick on the bench. I know. Antonio Gibson's in your lineup. Are you sure you want to do that? I I, I got to go down swinging with my boy Gibson. Okay. All right. You know, they're going against Green Bay. I know. Uh, rumor and logic says they're going to be down to Green Bay. I wish. And usually when you're down, you pass the ball. So <laughs> I wish Gibson would just be out because he looks like he's still dealing with shin problems. Just rule him out and make this easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a source in uh, the D.C. area that said that Gibson's getting limited work on Thursday. He practiced in a limited fashion Thursday. Um, I think it was Nikki Jahababa from the Washington Post that told me that. I have a source in D.C. as well, and he says that the supply chain issue is a good thing and that <laughs> that means that we're on the upswing and there is no recession yes. and everything's good. And then he said something like, let's go Brandon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I, other question, my other question for you on your lineup, Jonathan, I have another one. Go on. Is Justin Jefferson is on by, but you do have another Jefferson you could fill in with him. <laughs> well, he's down by the van. Okay? Yeah. And yeah, he wears the vans. And uh we're not going with that one. We're okay. gonna All we're right. gonna we're gonna stick with the missile, Eliza missile. Okay. And, and then you're is... still sticking with Tannehill, huh? Oh, I think I Tannehill. I think yeah. I Tannehill. You think it's going to happen at some point this, this week? Year? Oh, just, he is going to do the discount double check all over Kansas City. Mark yeah. my words. He will have more touchdowns than Derrick Henry this week. Who wants to water bet me on that? Wow. No. No? What? <laughs> I thought that was a slam dunk for you. Gosh. What do I got to do to get a water bet with you? You have the best running back. I say Tana, Why do you hate Derrick Henry? I say Tannehill has the has more touchdowns this week against the Chiefs than Derrick Henry. And you say you say no to that? All right, I'll do it. Yes! All I have to do is just keep talking about it till you actually do it and uh, That's great. That's an actual that's like a 50-50 bet, I feel like. I know. I'm not confident in it, but I, just, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what who I would pick. Actually. I just I feel like I I get more emotionally invested if I've got multiple things going on. Yeah, so, that's fair. So it just well, listen. Wrecks I me. think uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that you had to go against Dearness Johnson, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> it's unfortunate you have to go against Jalen Hurts again. Um, Are you gonna change your pick? And <laughs> you can. It's. You can do whatever you want. Until it's set on the podcast, it doesn't matter what your picks are. And once he puts a defensive lineman in, he's going to be favored to win. But you know what, Jonathan? Your team is better than your 2-4 and four record. Woo! I'm going with Jonathan. Lock it in. Come on, baby. 
Oh yeah, here we go. Come on, Stuart, let's go three for three. Oh yeah, you got the hat on, baby. Okay, what you got? <laughs> I wish you guys could see. We need to do a video podcast. It would be way more entertaining. Oh, oh my gosh, they could have seen you drink that lukewarm milk earlier. I think I'm going to change my team name to lukewarm milk. Uh, I, I, I think Jonathan's going to win too. I'm not scared of no, uh, the Ernest, uh, Johnson. So, um, give me Jonathan in a tight one. The, like to know, likely, uh, called the chocolate starfish. Chocolate starfish. <laughs> Keep on rolling, baby. In you a know tidy. <laughs> tidy whitey. Tidy whitey. All That's right. what your teammate should be. We're, we're spending way know. too much time. We're spending way too much time on this. Let's move to Stewart versus Daniel. Okay, Stewart, a... Stewart, Stewart. Let's triple play. Anyone else want to? Okay, done. <laughs> wait That'll a minute. Wait one. a minute. Let's get okay. this. Let's let this breathe a little bit, okay? Because it's yeah, this is pretty one-sided based off of sleepers projections, but we know how wildly inaccurate they are. Um. I think the water bet on Derrick Henry's uh, projection, what, the over or wow. under 21.77. It's over. <laughs> it has to be over. You have 71 <laughs> points projected between your quarterback and your two running backs. That's crazy. But you know where I'm disappointed in you is in your flex. Such <laughs> <laughs> so Sideshow Rob, what's the problem? <laughs> I scrolled I've down no... and I Look scrolled at my down bench. and just uh, don't talk about. Was... Do not talk about Allison that way. How dare you? Yeah, if I could put Ben, if I could put Ben, if I could put okay, if I could put Sam Darnold in there, I would. Why do you still have Sam Darnold? <laughs> because I need a backup quarterback. <laughs> you don't. You have Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, but eventually I will need someone to to fill in for Kyler. Okay, listen, that was a little personal because I'm streaming quarterbacks again over here. So. <laughs> yeah. Debo. Uh, well, listen, Stuart, you've uh, you're projected for 156. Daniel's projected for 131. Um, this is the bipocalypse week, and no one looks to be more effective than you with. A lot of buys, um, and maybe Ryan. And you're still projected for a high score. Um, are you afraid of uh, Are you afraid of Murray throwing all the touchdowns to Zach Ertz? Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't weird. you don't know how bad you don't know how bad that would hurt me. Ertz <laughs> hurts me. Ertz me. You stuck it. You stuck. Yeah. The late the later this podcast gets, the uh, we're, we're getting tired. <laughs> I've got a lot of green on my on my projection though. So Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna keep this one short, Stuart. Were you talking to Stuart or are you choosing Stuart? Uh Stuart. <laughs> yeah. I, I also I concur. I think uh I think this is a Stuart win. Yeah, it's a Stuart win, and I'm so confident in that that this is also my triple play. Triple play. Well, why don't we just knock out uh, – let's just go ahead and knock out David's matchup while we're at it. Let's just sure. knock all three of ours out because we're going to start cutting these shorter and shorter. I don't <laughs> want to do that to David. Well, 
This one should be easy, though. I mean, we've got two terrible teams with two terrible lineups. You got 99 problems. Hey, does, does anyone have more Qs next to their names than me? All year. You, yeah. All year. Well, this is what your team is. You've yeah, got yeah. nine questionable, nine questionables uh, on your team. <laughs> so I wasn't going to start Javante Williams at all, actually, this week. And then I saw all my Qs, and I'm like, what happens if uh, they actually don't play? Because there's so many of them, I'd rather just play him and live with his seven points. But you know what? He got a touchdown, and so See, I'm, I I thought you were gonna rub it into Joey's face and start Tyson Williams at <laughs> running back. That would you be totally funny. should have. <laughs> I kind of want to do that now. Yes, oh my you goodness. should. Uh, of course, point four eight. Point four eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's still on my team. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he had 17 points the first week, so week one. I put in a waiver to drop him, and I didn't. I was unsuccessful, so he's still on my roster. Hey, I have a question about something that I just saw. Oh, no, okay. Cordell Patterson does have both um, receiver both and running back designations. He's in his receiver spot, but what's funny is the uh, the first – Oh, it says position is listed at running back, and then if you click on it, it shows both. So never mind. Yeah. So I'll say, is that did that just change? Because it was both. Uh, but yeah, he's starting Patterson at receiver, so he's going four running backs on you. Really, what do you think of that? Yeah, um, Michael Carter, not scared. <laughs> Cuba Hubbard, not the starter. <laughs> E. Williams. I don't even know if it's Darren Williams or Damian Williams. <laughs> yeah, name one of his running backs that is a starting running back. <laughs> uh, Corderell. I mean, isn't isn't Mike Davis a starter here? Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, you know, my running backs are so much better with Javante, who's not the starter, and Chase Edmonds, who's not the starter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the backup running back team. Hey guys, I picked up Miles Sanders. He's going to be the difference this week. Because um, so he's because he's starting, right? Isn't he the yeah, starter? He's, he's my only starter. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah. You can count on him to get one carry in the first half. So, isn't it the extra crisp, extra crispy kernels? Extra right. crispy kernels. Just the watch out. Kernels. He they just will pop off to take it seventy yards. He's gonna well, maybe do that. I'm gonna win. Yeah. I've got you winning as well, but just so you know, Miles Sanders does have a pitch count of eight carries, so you better hope that one of those eight is a 70-yard running event. Yeah. Uh, I've got, David. I've the got David, too. All I've right. I've got David, too. Let's move it along. Um, who do we want to talk about next? Let's talk about... Let's go, go uh, Bryce, and uh, do you see these TDs? Do you see these TDs? Do her. See them. I see them. <laughs> Hey, what, speaking of CD, what do you think of him? He's good, huh? Yeah, I wanted. I tried to trade my form. I couldn't get him. <laughs> you should trade for Hollywood. He's untouchable. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? I like Hollywood. I do. Hollywood, aka Drops McGee, is apparently his nickname. You know what? I really like Mike's receivers. As I'm sitting here looking. Okay, at. this sounds like you're buttering him up for a trade, and I won't have it. I won't stand for it. You know what? I feel bad for Mike, so I'm going to pick Mike to win over the overrated Captain Kirk and crew. Hey, this is a rivalry game, is it not? 
Yeah, it's weird because they're both Aggies and they hate each other so viciously. Uh, they talk the most trash on Sleeper to each other. And I think it comes from a friendly place, but I don't really know. I don't. I wasn't with them the whole time in Vegas. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they something went sideways with them too, but they do have some kind of natural rivalry, and I love it. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's been too good lately. Uh, he's picking it up. Did you see his? Uh, did you see Mike's linebacker nickname? Not gonna. Yeah. Not gonna. Not gonna. <laughs> Not gonna pronounce his name. <laughs> okay. How do you say his name, Stuart? Uh, it's Forestade Olukanon. <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay, I, that I think you had an extra N in there somewhere, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, that, that extra that extra N is not silent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think it's pretty obvious that do you see these TDs? Uh, even during this bye, bye week, has the best team. And for that reason, I pick Bryce because I hate Mike Staffel. <laughs> oh, Give me Bryce it. for the win. I should have triple pray, played Bryce, but uh, I triple played myself. <laughs> you so. can triple pray him too if you would like. I don't, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I will triple, I'll triple pray that, that Bryce beats Mike Staffel. <laughs> give me Bryce for the win that's the best way to use the pulpit all right (laughs) what who we got left are we almost done with this show I take Staffel I don't think I picked (laughs) okay who cares okay let's move it on I got who did you pick Jonathan did you pick Staffel I picked Mike because of his clever nicknames Uh, it had nothing to do with the lineup it had nothing to do with the matchup I just I go with Mike yeah that's uh, how I normally pick my matchups. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, no one's actually keeping record of this anyway because David's not putting it in the spreadsheet. Yeah, because Dave, David's not doing his job. So We're going to have to listen David. back to all the podcasts just to yeah, release it. Got it all done. We're going to have yes. to listen back to about 14 hours of podcasts just to listen to our picks yeah. of the week. All right. We've got Team Batman 57 versus the, the Naj Mahal. I feel like Team Naj Mahal would say – Team Batman 57, just like that. Um, yeah. This isn't going to be close, except Sleeper thinks it is. Except uh, Ryan's whole team is on by. Yeah, and it's not going to be close, but you guys are misunderstanding me. This is an upset. And this is Team Batman 57 beating the Naj Mahal, sending Ryan into a tailspin at three and four and fire sailing his whole team. Wow. You heard it here first. Anytime you start Carson Wentz, you deserve to just at least consider that as an option. Yeah, why don't you read his starting lineup this week? Yeah, sure. Uh, Ryan's team, he's starting Carson Wentz, A. Collins, A. Dylan. No, he's it's A. Collins and A. Dylan. And okay. then it's, it's Daddams, uh, Devontae Adams, C.J., C.J., yeah. uh, Cortland Sutton, it's C.S. Yes. Sutton. C.S. Sutton. C.S. Sutton. Mark Andrews. Hugs. Um, which did he, I guess, let's see who's on his bench. Dak Prescott. Ezekiel Elliott. Tony Pollard. Najee Harris. Keenan Allen. So, a lot of good players on his bench. My dad's got Aaron Rodgers going against the Washington formerly known as team. Uh, he's going to do well. 
Melvin Gordon scored a touchdown to keep in line with Stewart's top 24 water. Yes, thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mr. Melvin. And I'm just glad that Javante took the other one. Uh, I don't like Kenyon Drake or the Odell Beckham start. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he's still got Mike Evans, who's a locked and loaded wide receiver one. Just, just no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, so give me uh, Team Batman 57 with the upset. Big upset. Gosh, I hate this matchup. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm looking at it, and I feel really good about my team. <laughs> David's, <laughs> David's choosing a tie. Yeah. Yes. Can you do that? <laughs> Don't make me pick, please. <laughs> I mean, why couldn't I play Ryan this week? My oh, word. let me tell you. I get 258-point Ryan version. Goodness, or whatever he scored. Yeah, your well, sixty, your sixty-two points would have held up against their projected one twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It feels like it could this week. <laughs> feels this like true. it could. This is true. Listen, um, who you got? I originally had Ryan, and I'm not looking at his team. And goodness, <laughs> it does not feel good. And I really want to pick Mike Searles, but then I see Kenyon Drake, Paul Hardman, Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Who are you hard. going with? You got to choose. With, I'm going with the sad Ryan. <laughs> I'm immediately sending a Michael Jordan meme out after this podcast with Ryan's name under it. So th- this is an interesting one because you got Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams. Against Washington, I think Devontae Adams is going to have a monster game, and that will put the Naj Mahal just barely over Batman 57, Team Batman 57. And so give me the Naj Mahal for – I'll give the Naj to the Naj Mahal. Hey, hey, we haven't been doing this, but you know what we need to be doing? (laughs) That one tickled me. Uh, <laughs> we need to have a segment because there there was another tsunami this week again. We've had a tsunami every single week. We need to pick our tsunami. It's pick. been a wet season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should start picking the tsunami. I'll say me. <laughs> you get tsunami. Got it. No, no, I will. I will do the tsunami. How do you do a tsunami? What does that it's, mean? It's it's rough. It's not enjoyable, <laughs> but but you but you get the win. You get the win. <laughs> I think I was projectile vomited. That milk just <laughs> yeah. That milk That's... just came out your nose. <laughs> hey, in all seriousness, we need to talk about something. Okay, let me refocus after you just yeah. made the most ridiculous statement. Go ahead. There, there is something that happened, and I, <laughs> I don't know if y'all know what it is. You'll probably think of it in a second if you don't. Something happened in our league this last week that has not happened in ten years. Okay. Anyone know what it is? <laughs> no, I'm. I, th- I, I'm no. What was it? Team Team Cupid Express changed his name. Oh yes, yes, yes. I was uh, I was sitting right next to him when he did it. 
That is unbelievable that that happened. Do you want to hear the backstory on that real quick? It's a pretty, Please. pretty quick story. Please. Oh, Papa Cupid was trying to uh, spend some time with his grandsons. And I uh, said, hey, come look at my team. Of course, they don't really. I mean, they're just they all they ask is who's winning. Um, and so he goes, hey, you like my team name? <laughs> and he, go, he goes, what, what should I change it to? I think I need to change my team name. And he goes, right now it's called the Cupid Express. So Ezra goes, Ezra Express. And Elliot goes, <laughs> yeah, Ezra Express. <laughs> Immediately agreed with him that, yeah, Ezra Express. Yes. And uh, he goes, okay, Ezra Express it is. And that was his team name right after that. I was that. wondering why Elliot wasn't on there. No, no, Elliot, yeah. Elliot actually confirmed it and okayed it. He gave the sign off. He goes, no, 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 Ezra Express it is. That sounds yeah. like a good team name. He's, he's saving his name for like a Stewart type team or what? Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, smart boy. No, smart he's, boy. He's saving it for the for the big one, right? He's like, yeah, you can have this team name. I'm gonna get your house when you die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he's he's the he's the long game player. He's a smart one. Yeah. Oh lord. Yeah. So speaking of Ezra Express, he is projected to win in a big way. Uh, wild thing. Who you know you didn't make that big a deal about him changing his name because he was big poppy forever till this year. No, that's true. Yeah. So uh, this is just the latest iteration. Um, so every single league owner has changed their name now because uh, Team Batman Fifty Seven was old timer till this year as well. Old timer Fifty Five. Yeah. Yep. I think sleepers really woken people up. No doubt. Yeah, this okay. one's not going to be close in my book. I've got uh, the Ezra Express mm. um, charging down the rails and taking care of Wild Thing. This is uh, Wild Thing had a great start, but he is coming back down to reality. Doesn't have an awesome team, and it's starting to show. Agreed. Give me Ezra Express. Yeah. Um, I'm taking it in a landslide. And I saw my reflection in a snow-covered hill I can't, I can't wait to listen back to your description of what a tsunami was. I'm going to cry laugh yeah. again. Yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be rough. David Sr. is going to be rough. He's going to be, uh, what else did you say? Hard, fast, rough. I think what? something about wild. I don't know. It was wild. He's gonna show. I didn't wild say that. Wild. I didn't say that. Uh, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I need to listen back to what I said about the tsunami. I think listen, we're gonna. Yeah. I think we're gonna get pulled for explicit con content. Yeah. He's gonna show wild thing what it really means to be wild. <laughs> oh man, are you and calling a tsunami gonna, on this? He's gonna win by a tsunami. tsunami. Uh, Man, you must really believe in this one, then. Hey, th there's been a tsunami every week. This is my triple play. Triple play. So, what better one to bet on than your triple play? You know, oh, for that for that matter, it's gonna be a wet and wild ride. Give me a tsunami on this one as well. Oh man. Tsunami. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, lock it in. 
Uh, I wanted to call Tsunami on my matchup until stupid Dearness Johnson just went bonkers, so whatever. Well, we did it, guys. We made it through another show. We we Week 7. It's going to be halfway after this point. Ooh. That's, that's right. right. We, we had the we champ on the, earlier. Maybe we can do some mid-season awards next podcast here. Ooh. I like I like that idea. I would love to think about them 30 seconds before we go on the air. <laughs> yeah. David, if you can spend a little bit more time this week <laughs> on your prep on your prep for the uh, listen, for the show. Our roles have flipped this year. I just show up now. I know. And yes, listen, know. we we have allowed you to push this podcast back so far. The next time you're you're gonna be like, guys, guys, I think I, I think I'll be on by about ten thirty or eleven. Yeah. Uh, guys, midnight is next the earliest week. I can do. Next Wednesday in person. Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. I love let's it. Let's do it. I'm I'm with you. It's uh it's about two a.m. right now, so I I think it's time for me to go to bed. But before we go, be careful of those tsunamis.